<laughs> Love, Luna. Happy New Year! We made it! Oh, welcome to the first episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna for 2020. For this new decade, for this new year, for this new chance for us to create a whole new being. This is a wonderful opportunity for us. If you haven't yet checked out last week's episode on New Year's resolutions, I really highly recommend that you do that because we really set the tone about who we're going to be for the next 10 years. I know that we can't really make any decisions about that in terms of a really long term, but certainly about setting a bit of a theme and a vision of how we maybe want it to be and then breaking it down into chunks to be able to actually achieve some things this year. This week's episode is so very, very dear to my heart. And I think that it's a really beautiful way to kick it off. Because when we start into a new year, we maybe start new jobs, maybe your kids are now starting to go into school. Things change with the new year. It's a bit funny because just a couple of days ago, it was last year. The day turned over and now it's a new year. It really doesn't have to make any difference. But there's something that feels different. Particularly, it's like we feel like we just get to take a breath and maybe reset and start again. This is a wonderful opportunity for us. So on this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna, we're going to talk about my favourite topic, vulnerability. I overheard a conversation the other day. It was a woman who was going through a bit of a rough time and she was crying with her friends. And they were offering her the usual support and she just kept repeating, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. And she's wiping off the makeup. Oh my god, no, this is so shit. I mean, no, crying is weakness. Crying is absolute weakness. This is so shit. I can't believe I'm showing this. Being vulnerable is crap. And i got to say, it broke my heart. It really did. It made me more upset than the thing that she was actually talking about. This is how I used to view the world as well. That if we were fragile, if we were vulnerable, if we expressed ourselves, then we were weak. And I think the world believes this on a grand scale. If you think about it, if men express emotions, particularly if men express emotions, they're considered pussy, weak, womanly. It's perceived that because most of us women have access to our emotions and express them, that that's vulnerable. And vulnerability equals weakness. This is the myth of our lifetime that keeps us contained and caged and held back. If we could just learn that in fact vulnerability is the greatest courage that anybody could ever show, then the world would be a much more peaceful and happier place. Our emotions are much like our food and digestion. Think about it. How does it feel inside when you haven't been to the toilet in a day? Or two? Or three? Anybody who's had any kind of physical constipation will tell you that it hurts physically. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. And eventually, if you don't go to the toilet, you will get really sick. Your whole digestive system will block and you will get very sick and ultimately if they still can't make you go, It'll actually kill you. We must get it all out. Our emotions are much the same. If we do not express, if we do not 
go to the toilet and let our emotions out, then we block and we contain and our walls go up and we protect ourselves from everybody in the world. And this causes damage and we become sick and blocked and it hurts us. If you've watched any of my other videos, you will know that I absolutely adore this woman called Brene Brown. She is a shame and vulnerability researcher and she has dedicated her lifetime to finding out why we're so shameful about being vulnerable and what shame is and what vulnerability is. In her book, Daring Greatly, Brene goes into such great detail about vulnerability. I highly recommend it if you have not seen her work, get on her website, watch her on YouTube, whatever it happens to be, podcast it, audible it, get amongst Brene Brown. She will absolutely change your life. She confirms what I have been talking about for many, many years. How can vulnerability possibly be weakness? Think about it for a second. When have you been most vulnerable? When has been the time where you've been most vulnerable? It's likely that there have been scary situations when someone that you love is dying or sick, when you're going for that new job, when you've got a presentation, when you're asking that person out. These moments are incredibly scary. More so, they're not just scary, but they're vulnerable. When you're standing and holding the hand of somebody that you love and telling them for the very first time that you love them, you're out there, you're on the line, you're there. Everything and who you are is sitting there on the line. When you sit there with a friend and you pour out your emotions like that beautiful lady did in that example, she's being all of herself. That's scary. And if you know anything about the way that I view fear is that it requires courage. In order to do scary things, you must have courage. And courage doesn't come before doing the scary things. Courage comes as you're doing the scary things. So if it's scary to say to somebody, I love you for the first time, and not know if they're gonna say it back, that's scary. Because why? You're vulnerable. And in order to do something that you're afraid of requires courage. Therefore, vulnerability is absolutely not weakness. In fact, Vulnerability is the highest form of courage that there is. To be able to stand there with somebody and pour your heart out and be your truth. It might be that you create your art. It might be that you share that art with the world. That is frightening, it is vulnerable, and in order to do it takes a huge amount of courage. You have never done anything scary in your life. You have never done anything that takes courage in your life without being vulnerable. Vulnerability is courage. I'm going to say it a few more times because I need you to know that when you express yourself, when you show your emotions, this is courageous. Think about it. We live in a world that tells you to shut down, to be quiet, to get down. We live in a world that doesn't want to hear your opinions and your voice. We live in a world where women have been oppressed and suppressed and made small. For you to stand up and be your magnificent self, 
That takes guts. That takes gall. That is courage. It is much safer. It is much easier. It, it is much it is much more comfortable for you to shut down. It's much more comfortable and much easier and takes far less courage for you to just be quiet and not show your emotions than what it does for you to actually show it. After many, many years of physical research, Brene Brown has defined vulnerability. And through her research, she has come up with this definition. It's uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Tell me, have you ever been uncertain? Have you ever taken a risk? Have you ever had emotional exposure without having courage? Bet your sweet bippy you haven't. I just want to give you a few tips this week on how to really step into a space where you can have more vulnerability. Because when we have the capacity to share ourselves with others, we connect. We can get help, we can get support. We can connect more deeply with ourselves and our truths if we are willing to face the parts of ourselves that scare us. Being vulnerable will allow you access to the most abundant level of self-love. Vulnerability is one of the key fragments of being able to connect with your truth. So it's super important. You can't always be vulnerable with everyone. Perhaps if you walk into a situation with an emotionally unavailable partner, friend, colleague, and you start pouring your heart out, they might not be able to give you the support that they need, the support that you need. So maybe being vulnerable with them is not a great idea because it's likely that you will just shut down. But we have to be able to discern between who we can trust with our vulnerability and who we can't. Here's a bit of a catch-22. You actually need vulnerability in order to trust. It's uncertain, right? There's emotional exposure. It's risky. So we have to give a little in order to understand who we can trust. So my recommendation is that if vulnerability is brand new to you, come to your closest friend. You might not be super close to them, but come to your closest friend and just give them a little bit. Just open yourself up a tiny little crack. See how they respond. See whether or not they value that. I tell you what, when my friends come to me in really vulnerable states and I get to be there for them, that is one of the most enriching and beautiful things I ever experience. I adore, I feel so important and so valued by them and so trusted that they would give me part of themselves like that. So try it out. Give a little bit to those people around you and if they treat you poorly, then perhaps they're not your people. But if they open up and they come to you and they want to be with you, then you can start to expand that level of vulnerability. You can start expanding into that and you can build trust with those around you. It'll strengthen your relationships. Another great thing that you can do in order to start working vulnerability into your life is to name it. So you might be feeling vulnerable when you go to talk to that friend. What I want you to say to them is, I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable right now. By naming our vulnerability, we get to express ourselves. And the people around us will be like, Phew, yeah, that's tough. I know what vulnerability feels like. So name it. Another great tip is by practicing it with others. So when somebody is vulnerable with you, don't shy away from them. 
There's something that we're taught when we're really young, when someone's crying, you pat them and say, it's okay, don't cry, shh. That's not useful. Vulnerability takes courage and we want to be able to express it in others. So when somebody's crying around you, hold space for them and say to them, all of you is welcome. I see you in this. Thank you for sharing. My last tip for vulnerability is be willing to have a tough conversation. There's times where people cross your boundaries. There's times when you're not comfortable. Have some courage to talk to them about it and use all the skills and say, I feel really vulnerable about this, but I need to talk to you about it because it's gonna affect our relationship if I don't. Being vulnerable creates trust. It builds relationships both with yourself and with others. So I implore you to have courage in the beginning of this 2020. Have the conversations that need to be had. Have the conversations that need to be had. Explore vulnerability. Reach out a little bit, give some to somebody and decide who you can trust in this process of being more of your beautiful self. Over time, this skill will develop and your relationships will bloom and blossom, not just with other people, but absolutely with yourself. As I said at the beginning of the video, make sure you've checked out last week's because we really did dive deep on who you need to be coming up into the new year for 2020 to set yourself up really sensibly. New videos come out every week, so if you're on YouTube and want to be notified, just hit subscribe, turn on your alerts, and you'll be told every week. Otherwise, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, and I will post them there every week as well. In the meantime, I hope that you have this opportunity to be vulnerable with yourself and with those around you to be able to deepen and strengthen your relationship with yourself and with them. Happy self-loving.